friend. We're so thankful you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to help brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nalawai. And this is A World of Hope. Well, Amy, as we record this, we're currently in the early parts of March here in 2021. And I got to say, like, March uh, seems to have come quick. <laughs> February just kind of blew blew by. It, it was like done in a blink. Yeah. Yeah. And it's rather interesting, you know, because March, I mean, it's tough to fathom that just a year ago, this, you know, the pandemic was really taking a foothold here and uh you know lockdowns began just starting to really hear about it getting ugly yeah yeah and uh, so it's interesting to think it was just a year ago because (laughs) it really feels like this has been life for uh, a number of years at this point Uh, a year ago tonight probably a year ago this very moment i was in an it's a small world boat uh my my post that I made earlier today. Those were the days on on my Disney Insta. Yeah, that was that was a year ago today. I I always kind of get sad when I see my time hop has <laughs> Disneyland pictures in it. But yeah, yeah, bittersweet. But hey, apparently you know Disneyland may be opening sometime in the near future here in the next couple months. That's apparently the the big news. As of yesterday, my phone started to like blow up with all of my <laughs> Disney friends going, did you see? Did you see? And I'm like, calm down, people. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. Yeah, there's a lot of wild speculation about uh, about what's going on there. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I laughed very loudly when I heard that April 1st was the day that theme parks in California would be allowed to reopen if they stayed in that certain whatever level, you know, tier that they needed to be on for three weeks or whatever. And I'm just like, on April Fool's Day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always a, a good bet to take things with a grain of salt when, you know, April 1st is the date. <laughs> you just never can't quite trust it. I just feel like 2021 might have a sense of, a hum- you know, a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> they were not expecting so you know i i literally have been taking things a day at a time and at most i'll look ahead like to this current week and then i'll deal with <laughs> the next week sunday night <laughs> yeah well, that's that's the only way you can do it really otherwise it's just so overwhelming yeah everything is subject to change yeah exactly it is nice to no, I don't know. It it is. It gives me hope. It's nice to know that we're to that point now. It's like a light at the end of the tunnel, possibly, right? Yeah. <laughs> and even though, like, and I I know it's like you know first world problems. Like, there's bigger things to worry about than Disneyland being closed. But for me, like, just having them open, and of course, it's going to be in a different way, right? I mean, it can't possibly be how things were prior to the pandemic. So it'll be different, but. uh just i don't know there's just something mentally satisfying about knowing that they're open i I think that's the biggest thing uh even if it's a case where you know i can't go for for a while 
depending on, you know, capacity issues and what have you, uh, it, it just will be mentally satisfying to know that they're open. Like it, it will, like you said, it'll be kind of like that light at the end of the tunnel, you know, like at least some sort of return to, you know, new normal or, you know. Better than everything being all shut down and not being right. able to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. It was exciting news. I'll give you that. So. <laughs> well, it certainly had everyone talking. That's for sure. I know. I just feel like I was the total party pooper about it. <laughs> everyone was so excited. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's super limited capacity and apparently right. only for California residents and possibly only outdoor attractions and how that means all the stuff that I really want to go on. I can't go on. I'm just like, oh, not that I would be able to afford to go right now anyways. <laughs> like, Well, and that's the other, you know, mystery here is what our ticket price is going to be. Yeah. No, no ticket info. So, I, it, yeah, it's just a big giant question mark right now. And obviously with time, we'll have more information. But yeah, I realized, okay, don't be the Debbie Downer here. Come on. <laughs> Cheer up, Amy. See the silver lining yeah and I, well and i think we're kind of right to be suspicious at this point because you, you know last year it was the whole hey we're opening on july 17th <laughs> wah, wah, that didn't happen well it started with the whole we're closing for two weeks R- well it, <laughs> that's true, what it true, started with true. Oh, lies who would ever thought a year later here we are <laughs> yeah who knew oh, oh man All right. Well, let's say, you know, on that note, let's say we bring in a little bit of hope to this uh, conversation. Do you have a a positive story for us this week? I do. One that made me smile anyways when I saw it. So uh, our good friends at some good news network, they shared a couple posts, actually, that brought a big smile to my face. Um, So this past February, about mid-February, I'm sure everyone is very aware of the crazy cold weather that certain parts of the country experience, specifically Texas. Yeah, it was uh, it was intense. Crazy snow and ice and freezing cold conditions that um, are just not something that they typically experience in that capacity. And uh, it left a lot of people without power for days. Like I have several friends that were in areas that were without power for a really long time and not right. able to shower or cook or anything like that. Like their stove was electric and I was just like, oh, that sounds horrible. So obviously there's all the, you know, the obvious things that we think about that happen in a situation like that. But something that maybe we wouldn't normally think about is what happens to the animals and creatures in that region who aren't normally in those conditions. Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, you don't, they're not used to the, that type of weather. Right. So, some good news uh, shared a couple posts about a um, sea turtles in that region. And anyone who knows me knows that I am sort of obsessed with sea turtles. Like, I have one <laughs> tattooed on my shoulder um so i like sea turtles i like turtles (laughs) (laughs) i like turtles um it's true um and so apparently sea turtles in super cold weather they experience this cold stun it's basically the effects of hypothermia um when they're in extremely low temperatures their body temperature drops so low that they can't 
function. They can't move. They can't eat. They can't swim and keep their heads up above the water to breathe when they need to. So there were all of these sea turtles in that region that um, were in serious trouble. And according to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, there are five different species of sea turtles in that area that are listed in the Endangered Species Act as being endangered or threatened. So their their numbers are already low. And um, it was really cool to hear all of this information about this big sea turtle rescue that was taking place during all of this crazy weather. So there were over 4,000 turtles that were rescued and taken to a rehabilitation center um, so they could recover before being released back into the wild when the water warmed up. The weather, you know, was better for them. And um, some good news posted the most amazing video clip <laughs> of their return back into the Gulf of Mexico, where it was like, I really wanted this person's job. They got to like <laughs> send the turtles down this little turtle slide back <laughs> into the ocean. And it was just the most beautiful thing to see. Yeah, I think I saw I saw this, and yeah, that was mesmerizing to see. Oh my gosh the 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 one video clip is you see two turtles going down the chute, and the one little turtle like slides down and kind of swims over to the side, and you still <laughs> see him kind of swimming really slow. When the second turtle goes down, he's like wee and like <laughs> shoots right <laughs> past him. It's just. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It made me smile so big. It's funny and heartwarming at the same time. It's just great. Yeah, yeah it's great. I, it just it just made me smile to know that people were willing to do whatever they could, you know, to help out these creatures that are are helpless and were also, you know, suffering from the effects of the cold weather. I found an, an article on I think it was CBS News. I'll have the the link to share with you guys if you want to check it out. But it was a lady who was helping with the rescue efforts. She <laughs> she had the entire back of her Subaru filled with sea turtles that she was taking to the rescue center. And I was just like, oh my that's, gosh, that's this awesome. woman is dedicated. But yeah, that thought that was a really great story. Um, you know, I have a a special place in my heart for sea turtles. So to know that people were were helping them out and saving them made me happy. Yeah, that's great. Well, and you know, honestly, that that's what I love about humanity. You know, in times of crisis, like we not only do we rise to the occasion and help each other, but uh, you know, we we go out of our way to help, you know, the animals and wildlife and and in many cases, these people put themselves in potential harm's way. It just goes to show that at, at our core, you know, I truly believe like people are good. And in times of crisis, like the good, you know, is shown. You just have to look for it. True story. So how about you? What's your story of hope for us this week? Well, you know, I found a, a, a cool story on uh, CNN, actually. And, you know, apparently this is a trend that I have not been aware of. But have you heard of these? They call them uh, free food forests. Have, have you heard of this trend? Free food forests. Now, I've heard of places that like do the refrigerators that they'll like randomly stock with food, but I've never heard of a free food forest. Nor have I, but apparently it's it's a pretty popular trend right now. And uh, I guess Atlanta has just 
uh, recently created the nation's largest free food forest. And uh, what these are, it's actually an area, it's almost like kind of a park, but they plant like all of these crops. And so people can actually go to this area and pick food, you know, free of charge. It's kind of one of those things, you know, take what you need kind of deal. So it's, it's just helping like the community to ensure that, you know, food supply is always there. And, but at the same time, it's also educating people on how to uh, live off of the earth. It's, it's kind of interesting. Like the, the one in Atlanta, like you go and it's just this, it's kind of just this huge area with all these different plants. So it's, it's like you're going to your own like organic little grocery store. <laughs> like you're just picking everything you know, fresh. And uh, I'm sure for some people, like this is their first experience to get like actual, like fresh food, you know, especially, you know, if you live in a city, it's so easy to just eat prepackaged stuff or fast food, you know, it's just a, a thing of convenience. But I, I, I like that this is not only providing sustenance for people who need it, but it's also teaching, you know, kids and and really adults as well, like how to farm and the importance of, you know, living in harmony with the environment. And that if you take care of things like, you know, the, the world will take care of you as well. Yeah. But apparently there's now 70 of these uh, free food forests across the country. Uh, I know there's like one in Portland. I think there's one in Seattle and a few, and, and a few other areas. So uh, this is an awesome trend that uh, I, for one hope, just continues. I think it's it's great. I mean, obviously, you know, it's wonderful to have a food supply, you know, and, and a big enough food supply that, uh, you know, in times of crisis, like people can actually have access to food. And uh, it's also great, too, because, you know, most people will go and they will only take what they need. You know, people don't seem to be abusing it, at least thus far. Uh, and again, I think that speaks back to, you know, most of us are inherently like good and we we want to live in abundance with our fellow man you know our fellow person and uh you know initiatives like this it just uh, warms my heart because it's just it's it's a great way to give back to the community and it's it's an educational one at that so i think it's just great on a couple different fronts so Hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah, nor have I. So it's it's a fun trend that I just learned, and uh, it's amazing. I would love to go to food forest myself one day. <laughs> I think that would be great. <laughs> hmm. If I head up to my cousins, I might have to try to find the one in Portland. That sounds awesome. There you go. So a couple great heartwarming uh, pieces of hope this week. As a reminder, for all links relevant to the stories we just talked about, you can find them on our website, worldofhopes.com. Uh, there you can read up and uh, gain more information. But before we get out of here, uh, as we always do, uh, it's time to uh, throw out a recommendation. And this is where we like to give either some form of entertainment, piece of content, or just something to stimulate our brains during, uh, you know, this time when most of us are still uh, either at home or working at home and probably craving something to do <laughs> keep our minds busy so amy do you have uh do you have something for us this week 
I do. I I just don't know if everyone's going to be super excited about it or as excited about it as me because and I and I never used to be the kind of person who would get excited about this, but I think it's being stuck at home <laughs> <laughs> has has made me become a, a a cleaning weirdo. And with spring cleaning season approaching, um I thought this would be uh, something fun to share. Um, but I discovered on Instagram, it's a, a, a gal's cleaning company in Canada. They're called the Go Clean Company or Go Clean Co is their logo and, and Instagram name and all that stuff. Um, but she shares, um, videos of their cleaning team and of her cleaning a different, you know, cleaning hacks and tips. They have a handbook. Uh, with all of their different tips and tricks and basically like breaking down all the different rooms in the house and like what to do and what to use. And I think the most brilliant thing, and, and it, it's been really helpful during um, during this pandemic because germs, um, but she shared this tip. She has her, her little recipe of using um, hot water, bleach, and powdered Tide Interesting. to clean and sanitize all the high touch surfaces and um, the bleach obviously like kills the germs and the powdered tide um, helps with dirt or grease or grime or anything like that. It's the most magical thing and like so super simple. I would have never thought to combine those. That's interesting. I know. I know. Anyways, so like now <laughs> every so often I make my little batch of my water bleach and tide and I have a batch in a bucket and a batch in a spray bottle, and I have different things that I use it on. I've kind of geeked out a little bit. I I did I did get the um, the digital handbook. Um, they just came out with like a physical one that you can buy, but um, I figured Canada would probably take a little while for shipping. But um, the digital one was instant, and I'm like super excited. Anyways. <laughs> I, I told you this is something that I didn't know if anyone else would care about. I think honestly, like this pandemic has probably made a lot of people care about <laughs> germs and cleanliness of surfaces. And I, I know, honestly, for me, I, I've always was kind of a germaphobe out in public. Like I would always have my hand sanitizer and, and stuff on me. But now I'm way more conscious about actually like cleaning products i like i probably know way more about cleaning products than i ever did before like you know that's why when you mentioned like adding the tide and the bleach I, it's like a light bulb went on my head i would have never thought that and it makes so much sense well because you you have to be super careful you can't mix a lot of things sure. with bleach because then you could kill yourself <laughs> with the gases that are released so like and they even um have, I can't think of what it is right now, but they have a little saying about if it's not liquid bleach and tide, it will equal an ambulance ride. Like, don't <laughs> well, don't yeah. start mixing random things together. You know, no, yeah, that's never a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, different products that like, um, there's one that she uses on surfaces that have like rust issues. Um, it's called Barkeeper's Friend. This like magic soft cleanser that i've never i've never used it before but i'm like oh, yeah um so anyways they, there's just all these different incredible little tips and hacks that she shares and their their instagram feed 
brings me the most random joy watching their <laughs> their stories. They do a lot of like before and after. So it's like they'll be they'll show you the before and it looks absolutely disgusting. And then sometimes they'll do an action video of like them actually cleaning it and then show the after and you're like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just the most satisfying thing to see. <laughs> That's great. But anyways, so if you're looking for some some tips and tricks to help with your coming spring cleaning if you're stuck at home and bored and want to do something productive um it's definitely uh, an instagram account worth a follow check it out go clean co on instagram so i imagine like your place is like squeaky clean right you walk in and it's just it's like getting there it's getting there you could just see like the sparkles and <laughs> <laughs> the sparkles well i i am definitely stocked with um my bleach and my Tide, my big box of powdered Tide, which I hadn't bought powdered laundry soap in forever. So it was very strange to <laughs> to buy that. But yeah, it's it's been fun. And I never thought I would say cleaning has been fun, but it's been fun. <laughs> well, that's, that's where we're at in 2021. <laughs> that's what it's come to. All right, Chuck, what do you got for us? So my pick this week, uh, it's... Another uh, piece of entertainment. This is currently streaming on Disney Plus, and I feel it's probably a little bit of a cliched pick because I'm sure most people have probably watched it already. But uh, I have, they're smart. <laughs> I have to recommend WandaVision on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, uh, this show yeah. completely caught me off guard. Uh, some of the most amazing writing, especially down the stretch, I. I got to tell you, like my, my hat's off to the team at Marvel Studios because I feel like we've officially entered the phase where that they're kind of experimenting more, like we're getting a different type of content. And, uh, you know, it's so good. The way that they presented the show was brilliant. Right. I think people were a little confused at first and... I don't know. I don't know what they were expecting, but it, it confused them at first. And they were kind of like, eh? and then it, if you kept watching, you were just like, yes. oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, and then when you understand, like, why the f- the first couple episodes were the way they were, then it, it just adds so much to it. And but specifically for me and why I'm recommending this. And honestly, there was one piece of dialogue in even if the show was kind of mediocre, this piece of dialogue would still get me to recommend it. But the show, the show, in my opinion, is great. But there was a piece of dialogue uh, in the second to last episode and where the vision says, but what is grief if not love persevering? And dude, that line practically killed me. <laughs> like hmm. It was just so simplistic, but man, it said so much. And it spoke to me personally because it really poetically stated like what grief is, you know, and it's something that I could never articulate, uh, you know, and I've carried grief for years, you know, over the, like the loss of my grandparents, I was very close to both of them. And, but yet I never wanted to give up my grief. Like I wanted to feel that and I never really could articulate why. And now, you know, this show perfectly did that, you know, uh, having this grief is like, still having them with me it's like they're my love for them continuing on and and in that way like they're still with me so it's like yeah the grief is there but you don't want it to go away because then that would mean they're gone from your life right so 
just the way that this show has articulated grief and just the journey of acceptance of it to from sorrow to love and everything, it's just so beautifully written. And it's not something you would expect from a superhero property. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, it just completely caught me off guard. So, you know, if you're on the fence and you were kind of like, eh, I, I don't know, the sitcom stuff looks a little wonky to me. Dude, I would highly, highly recommend, you know, just uh, just giving it a watch. I, it, it might surprise you because it, it certainly did me. And, you know, I already love the Marvel stuff for for the most part. So I was expecting to enjoy it, but I didn't really expect it to connect with me on the emotional level that it did. And uh, just kudos to uh, the, the team behind that show because it, it's so brilliant. You know, no spoilers, of course, but it, it sets up the future of Marvel. Uh, and, in, you know, things are about to get interesting. So, mm, Oh, yes. Make sure you watch through the credits. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. I, I love it because, like I said, I feel like we've re- arrived at a point in Marvel Studios where uh, we're kind of uh, in the experimental phase here. So we're getting some different type of content and I'm all about it. If they can give us a WandaVision level content going forward my god uh that they, they can just keep doing these marvel properties for the rest of my life as far as i'm concerned uh <laughs> just great so wandavision could not recommend it any higher uh, such a great great watch for me mm, yes great choice so it's a couple great picks <laughs> once again uh, your pick amy will uh get people's homes cleaner and my pick will uh probably reduce you to tears <laughs> at least it did me yep clean clean your house and cleanse your soul there you go there you You'll go be set. <laughs> that powerful one-two combo oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i think that about does it for us this week if you're looking to connect with us uh we invite you to head over to our website worldofhopes.com and we would especially love to connect with you at our instagram which is at A-W-O, hopes, basically abbreviate a world of hopes. And um, we've got some new fun content on there. We'd love to have you uh, join us. And, and I don't know, we're just being silly and having fun. And we'd love to, to get you guys in on, on the good times. So check us out, A-W-O, hopes, at Instagram. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you soon. Until next time, take care, everyone. Bye.